<laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. Alright. So, my name is Melissa, and I am a music business student at Columbia College. And for my assignment, I have to do a podcast. And I'm not going to lie, I just thought about this last minute, but it seems like a really good idea. Because I picked up a book at Target, and it's called The Story of My Life. And it's just it just gives a bunch of, like writing prompts and it asks you like really like deep slash not deep questions so i'm just gonna go around and introduce my friends and then i'm gonna ask them like one by one what they would answer for this question so the first one my first friend here is her name is maggie say hi maggie what's up what's up podcast (laughs) my second friend is gunther what's up melissa's class (laughs) and the the second one the third one is david (laughs) Hello. And the fourth one is Buddy the dog, but he can't say hi. So we're saying hi on his behalf. Yeah, we're going to speak on his behalf throughout the podcast. We're going to speak on his behalf. Yeah. What would Buddy say? What would Buddy say? It's going to be a segment. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I'm going to go around. So Maggie, I'm going to flip on a random page and you're going to tell me. It could be short answer. We could get deep into it. Whatever you want. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, word association exercise, don't think, just say. So what memory comes to mind when you hear the word rejection? Mm. <laughs> I'm a huge romantic, so obviously it's gonna be... <laughs> yeah. Well, the first time I had feelings for a girl was with my best friend in junior high. And I told her... And she was like, oh, I just see you as a friend, you know? <laughs> like, like we're sisters. Like, we have our friend group and, like, all this stuff. Yeah, I feel like that was, like, my first, like, big experience with that. Oh. On a romantic level, at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That always sucks. Well. Did you know that you were, um, like, bi-curious around that time, around that age? Yeah, that was, like, when I started So that must have been really hard for you, then, right? Oh, yeah. Because, because then, like, that's someone that you, you obviously find attractive, but mm-hmm. then... They don't feel that way towards you at yeah. all because, like, they're obviously not thinking that way, and you are, mm-hmm. and you are. So that must have been really tough at that oh, age. Oh yeah, dude. dude. I Especially, can't even imagine. <laughs> just like in general, you know, like around that age, it's just like the it's whole a weird time. dating. You guys watch <laughs> Big Mouth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I feel like they portray it so well. Oh, they're so yeah, and they and they do it in <laughs> oh, such a funny God. way. Oh <laughs> It's hilarious. Yeah. It's raunchy as hell though. Raunchy. It's so raunchy. Oh my God. Mm. <laughs> That's what's happening back then, dude. You know what, though? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> On, like, a different level of rejection, when it came to my music, my um, parents had a friend who was a vocal coach. And I asked her to teach me. And it was, at, like, this kermesse, so it was, like, super random. And she was like, okay, sing for me right now. And I was like, okay. So I sang a song for her. I think I was, like, 14, maybe. So I sang for her, and she's like, you're not ready. And, like, I'm not going to teach you. Yeah, what? just like that, just like that, dude. That's She's like, so yeah, you're up. not ready, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna make you one of my students. But, <gasps> bro, she was like, I'm gonna give you a tip though, and like, you need to keep this with you for the rest of your career if you want to have one. And she was the person that taught me how to breathe through my diaphragm, and like, got me into like wanting to learn how to do vocal exercises and stuff. So even though she rejected me, like, I at least got something positive out of the she experience. Got out of it, right? Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She definitely, cause she, um, like she's still friends with my parents, mm-hmm. so I'll see her every now and again. 
And she told me about how she, like, was taught about mm-hmm. the music, like, business and, like, how to sing properly. And her instructor was an ass mm, to her. So there you go. Yeah, she would, like, pin her against the wall and put her fist on her diaphragm. Until she, until she could make it, like, breathe hard enough that she could push her fist away. Yeah, and she was, like, around my age, you know? <laughs> Are you trying to do it yourself? So, yeah. When she said that, I was like, oh, okay. So, wow. you want one yeah, of those, yeah, like, yeah. like, you got to be tough on your kids. Mm-hmm. Like, tough love or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's, That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you, you give me a soda drink. <laughs> All right, question for Gunther. Oh, God. This is crazy. This All crazy. Right. <laughs> yeah. What non-academic lesson did you learn in your late teens and early 20s that has stuck with you? Non-academic. Um, you got to be wary about the people you um, trust, that you mm. put your faith in, that you put your, your, your actual trust in. Oh, yeah. Um, like, uh, like it, it's, a, it's a weird time, you being in your late teens and early 20s, because you're sort of uh, drifting away from um, like your family. And like the people that you've known your whole life and, and drifting t- more towards living your own life with your own set of people mm-hmm. um, and like making a family of your own and things like that, you know, like sort of you're, you're sort of um, going outside your, your, your realm and experiencing mm-hmm. new things. And so like it's tough. It's tough. Um, it's tough, like, you know, putting putting trust in people and then like letting you down and, and things like that. And so like uh, you just have to be wary, you know. You just have to be wary of, of people's intentions. There should definitely um, be, like, a sociology, like, course in high school. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah definitely. I agree. They definitely need to incorporate that. Yeah. I feel like teachers try in high school specifically to personally, like, try and help their kids if they see, like, that they're struggling in some way. But it's, like... As an institution, as a school, you should definitely focus on that mm. way more. Like, it, like it's only certain teachers that do that, yeah. and, it's, and it's only if peop, like students go out of the way to ask for the help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's very, very rare when teachers go for the students first, and at least from my experience. Yeah, going to school at 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 uh, at this at Morden was was weird. Because I felt like, um, especially like... Um, Morden is a high school in Cicero, by the way, which yeah. is very yeah. close to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was it was weird because we were such a big school and um and it was always weird to me how many people they pushed to be in AP to be in advanced mm-hmm. placement and then i would hear exactly like yeah so everyone's giving me the money sign so like <laughs> and that's exactly what it was um like i'd uh, like i'd attend uh, conferences with um like i had the opportunity to, to attend conferences that uh, dealt with other schools around the state and um, I would talk to I would talk to them about their AP program and like they would they would tell me about the students that they had enrolled in in, in like their smaller schools, mm-hmm. and nowhere near the number of, of students that we had enrolled in AP yeah. in in Morden. And the reason for that was because the more students passed those AP exams, the more money the school would get. And mm-hmm. around that time, I think our school was under like a grant or something like that, mm-hmm. where they needed to show that. Um, Oh, yeah. That we were, like, making results. Like, there was results being made. Like, yeah. grades were improving, shit like that. Starting in freshman center. Yeah, and, like, that's when they morning. changed, like, the grading system. And so, like, I don't know. Like, I felt like my time there, like, apart from all the after-school activities I got involved with, like, during school, it was almost like we were all kind of getting pushed towards 
this thing where it was like you're gonna you guys are gonna take AP classes you guys are gonna do good academically Mm -hmm. and then no one really asked like okay well what am I gonna do with that like okay go to college but study what it was just sort of like Mm -hmm. no you gotta do this you gotta be an AP you gotta do good and then you're gonna go to college and it was like it doesn't matter what you go to college for go undecided to just go yeah especially yeah especially for the for the kids who would like who because they knew like they knew who who what kids were going to college and which ones weren't at that point and the ones who weren't they didn't care if yeah. you were AP ready or not, they would mm-hmm. still like force you to do it. And yeah, the ones exactly. who were ready, like me, for example, I I don't even think at that point I was ready. But um, like for me, who I was ready in terms of like my grades and stuff, they would tell me like, yeah, if you take this AP course and you do good, you won't have to take it in college. Mm-hmm. But when I went to college and I asked them that, some of my credits didn't even like go over. over. It didn't yeah. transfer. So it was like, okay, was I just point? busted my butt in high school for what, you know? So and it was stressful, like hell yeah, like all that um, all that schoolwork at that time, cause I, I mean I wouldn't I and I wouldn't do most of it, I'm not gonna lie, no I do I do most of it, but there was some of that I wouldn't do, I wouldn't get through all of it, and it was and and the the all the all that coursework for AP was a lot, man, like Very calculus ju- calculus itself. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. Man. I actually really like math, so that wasn't <laughs> that bad for me. The one that was bad for me was um. AP U.S. History and um, AP English because I didn't really like. I'm still not really good at English, but you know, math was my shit. Mm -hmm. It was all just a lot. It was a lot. It's a big load, man. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, and not the fun kind. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question for David. Thanks. So describe a time in your adult life when you felt lost and how you dealt with it. Ooh. Okay. Uh, from about, okay, so from about, uh, right when I graduated until maybe the fall of 2018, I felt lost. So how long is that? 18? That was probably like almost three and a half years. Yeah, so almost three and a half years. So, uh, okay, how I got lost? Um, no, I w- more like why you felt lost. Okay, why I felt lost? Yeah, and then how you overcame that. Ooh, okay. Both, dude, everything. Yeah, everything. I guess. Okay, Whatever so, comes to your head. Okay. So first, uh, like Gunther was saying, like I, I got pushed to go to college, um, mm-hmm. not knowing what I really wanted to do. And for, at first, I wanted to do nursing. So I, I went and applied for a nursing degree at Robert Morris. And they were like, oh, your GPA from high school doesn't meet the requirements. So uh, would you like to take like, like another degree course here? And at, at the time, I thought they were trying to help me to like try to be in the school. But now, now that I think about it, they probably wanted my money seeing as I didn't, like, meet the requirements for for this degree, mm-hmm. and they wanted me to stay there regardless. So I was like, so what they told me was uh, that you can get a business degree, and if, with a business degree, you can, uh, it's, a, it's a broad degree, so you can hit, like, you, you can have a, a job in, in, in this field, marketing. or in this field. Huh? And, like, marketing. Yeah, and, and uh, like, a bunch of different, uh, like, yeah. it just had, like, a bunch of different uh, criteria. So I was like, oh, whatever, you know, I'll go for it. And I went, and I hated it, and I wasted a bunch of money, so then I came back to the community college here at Morton, and then I was just taking a bunch of like electives willy nilly that I thought were cool, and they were. Astronomy was really nice. I learned a lot in that class. Um, one of the one of the most important classes I ever took <laughs> was uh, was my film class with Mr. Z at at Morton College here in Cicero. That guy's a great teacher. He's an amazing. He's one of the best. <laughs> teachers i've ever had he's the one that kicked off my entire career <laughs> but um 
but yeah and then the way i found myself after being lost was uh through i would say through school uh through music learning how to i, I learned how to play the bass i dedicated myself to that and from that i taught my, i taught myself the value of uh of dedication and determination and what that means and for self-discipline me. and too. self-discipline yeah. is very 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 important um that uh coupled with the fact that school was the school the school work was a lot because i hadn't because i went well back in track a little bit uh so come fall 2018 i applied to columbia to um pursue filmmaking and uh unbeknownst to me i didn't realize how much i would love it mm-hmm. and i did and then from that like do my, do my like i used to always i used to never ever, ever do my homework in high school right and then come film school and i just i just fell in love with the schoolwork like i would i would spend hours and hours and hours just doing things and and learning and everything i was learning was so like like not just not only interesting but it it it, it brought me a sense of fulfillment that almost nothing else brought me mm-hmm. and you know that that gave me a sense of like okay like this i really really enjoy this and nobody can take this away from me mm-hmm. not even myself if i try to that's crazy. I have a question for Melly. Oh. Okay. This was actually, like, really interesting. Oh. Uh, what did you do with your first paycheck? Why was this important to you? <gasps> like, even if it wasn't, like, <laughs> what did you use your first paycheck on? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. Let's see. Okay, so my first job, like, legal, like, working through my social security job was uh, McDonald's. Oh, my goodness. I was... How old was I? I was 17 at the time. And I was working, like, 30 hours a week. And for a high school student, that's, that's a lot, lot of hours. Yeah, that's a lot of hours. So, I would, yeah, I would go from... After school, I'd be in school from 8 to 3. Go to work from 4 to 10. And then come home, do it all over again. And then just, obviously, work weekends. But I started to see the money coming in. I was like, ooh. All right. Um... Like any irresponsible high schooler, I spent it on food. <laughs> uh, I didn't really have uh, financial like strategies or planning mm-hmm. until now. And I'm going to be 22 in August. And I just um, opened my savings account like how many months ago? Like three or four. Yeah. And um, Going off of that, I feel like it's really important for high schoolers or even earlier than that for people to be literate in financial stuff. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't know crap about financial aid in college, which is why I am so much like in so much debt right now in college because I didn't know uh, about loans or like interest rates or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Your credit score having like so much to do with things that you can do in life, such as like getting a house, a car, like... Mm-hmm. It's so crazy, like, I don't know. But now that I think about it, like, I was spending my money on really, really dumb crap. I don't remember exactly what I spent it on my first paycheck because that was a long time ago. But I for sure know it was about, it was probably on food mm-hmm. or, like, makeup or something. Yeah. Something, like, insignificant that I can probably, like, live without. Because I could cook now here at home, you know. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like they should teach that in high school, oh, yeah. right? Like, taxes and... How to balance a checkbook. Yeah, or, like... like they give you consumers that your senior year. Like, when you're literally about to leave. And it's, and yeah. it's, an, and it's an elective uh-huh. class that you don't even have to... You can take yeah. something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's... I don't know, it's sad. Like, my sister, she talks a lot about, like, oh, I'm gonna go to California, blah, blah, blah. She's gonna be, like, 17, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, first of all, 
California. It's so expensive. It's so expensive to live there. Second, you don't have a job. So how do you expect to how do you expect to get out of Illinois? You know? Like, I don't know. I just wish she knew what I know now, but like you can't really explain that to a sixteen year old because they kinda have to live it themselves, just like I did, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I'm barely saving my money right now because I wanna pay off my debt. And yeah, that was an interesting question. I didn't yeah, think about I know. that. <laughs> but yeah, we can go for one more question. We're already at 21 minutes. I mean, does anyone else want to answer that question? Yeah. Do you guys want to add? What was the question again? It was what, just what was like the first what you. Paycheck you what, what, what was the first thing you spent your money on on your first paycheck? Mm-hmm. I remember how much I got, and I remember where it was from. <laughs> I don't know what I spent it on. Yeah, I don't know what I spent it on either. But I know in high school I spent a lot of money on uh, Chipotle, on Cheetos. <laughs> Um, what else? Uh, oh, I was in sports, so I spent a lot of money on my, like, my uniforms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I spent a lot of money on Call of Duty back then. Call of Duty? You mean those, uh, those skins for the guns? Oh, my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah, goodness. I mean, yeah. <laughs> All right. We can go for one more question. That's Let's funny. see. Let's have a universal question that we can Yeah. Answer. A universal question. All right, should it be a positive or a sad question? Because there's, there's a lot of sad questions in here. Um, my first—I remember when I spent my first paycheck on actually. What was it? Well, on my first like actual job that I got hired for, because before my like first retail job or whatever, I had worked Lala. Ooh. But my um my aunt made me put all that money in like a savings account, mm-hmm. which like I'm really grateful for, because like I know that I have that security. But um, when I got my first job at old navy (laughs) and i got my first paycheck and i had like my own bank account so i'm like in control of the money Mm -hmm. it was i started working around um christmas and i ended up um my family does secret santa or whatever and i ended up getting my dad (laughs) so i i bought him a watch with my first paycheck because like he used to be super into watches when he was younger like with the whole check yeah. Oh, it was, wow. Yeah, it was like a fancy-ass watch, dude. All right, we're going to end this with one last question, and it's more on a positive note. <laughs> so the adult who influenced, influenced me the most was... Maggie, go ahead. Um, I feel like there's a mix. Nah. Cause <laughs> Narrow it down just to one, one. Just one. Just like the one that comes straight to your head. Okay. It could be, um, like, someone you know or someone you don't know. It doesn't matter. my grandma, Your honestly. grandma. Yeah, because, um, like, my parents are together and they've been together. They've separated, but they haven't, like, actually gotten, like, a divorce or anything. Mm-hmm. But growing up, my grandma raised us. Mm-hmm. Me and all my cousins. Like, mm-hmm. we grew up in her house. Like, when I think of childhood home, like, it's mm-hmm. her house. Um, so, yeah, she definitely influenced me. In ways, like, little ways that I'm just not realizing. Like, I cannot stand seeing a bunch of dirty dishes in the sink. Because she made us wash our things, like, right after we finished mm. eating. Um, she would make us drink uh, two glasses of milk every day. And, like, she just, like, would prioritize us. And just, like, um, she was really selfless. She's just, like, even though she was kind of hard on us, you know, like, having those memories is... Just, like, it makes me want to be someone that helps other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, she definitely... And um, whenever she was cleaning or something, she would always be singing. 
her Aww. grandpa or her dad was a composer in Mexico. Oh shit. Yeah, so I definitely get some of my musical roots from her mm-hmm. too. So yeah. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Do you have anyone in mind? Uh, what was the question again? The adult who influenced me the most was. Mm, I'd probably say my dad. Your dad? Yeah. Because, um, the way he is, he's like he's. He's always been like a like a really really nice guy, but, uh, he's always had his his own problems that that he only deals with and mm-hmm. he doesn't tell anybody about, and. Despite that, he he still tries to be like the nicest person he can be, mm-hmm. and I I I try to be that way, you know, because I I see that and um like I see what he's going through and like it inspires me, like it doesn't inspire me, but like motivates. It, yeah, it motivates me because he, despite everything he's going through, he just he still tries to be there for everyone that he cares about, you know. Yeah. Mm, and like and and it's so weird because like. Like he he has like all these like like problems like like in his own life and he's always telling me like oh don't be like me David you know never be like me <laughs> but you know in, in some ways like like yeah but in other ways like no like like I can't be like you like in certain aspects mm-hmm. yeah like in you know in, in in being polite in being a kind person but in others I don't want to be like you mm. yeah you know and I mean and and in the ways that he doesn't want me to be like him I kind of am. You know? uh, I feel that, dude. Oh yeah. my god. So, me, me and my parents have the same therapist. And it's just like, like they made me start talking to her. And I really didn't want to at first because it's like, oh, like that's my parents' therapist. Like, she's going to know inside out like <laughs> about all of us. Like, I don't really feel comfortable about that. But, like, talking to her has helped me realize how much, like, even though I didn't want to be like my parents growing up, like how much I actually am. Like, even mm-hmm. though, like, I might not like it. Sometimes it's inevitable. Yeah. It is. Well, it is, yeah. yeah. It's biological. Yeah, You're bio, yeah. Yeah. Well, I would say most things, but I feel like some things you can control because there's way, there's like certain characteristics that like my mom has that I don't have. Right. You know, because I learned and decided. I don't want to be like her, so I'm going to yes. do everything I can to I not do that, that mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But then there are some things that, like, for example, if I ever get really, like, like irritated, mm-hmm. um, I, or, or I'm or i very, like, time anxious, mm-hmm. so if I'm late to something, I get really, really, really anxious, and she's like that. And, I, and like, I think I get it yeah. from her, because if I she's late somewhere, that. she's like, yeah, yeah, let's move, let's move! <laughs> and I'm like that, like, if I'm late, I'm like, I have to go, I have to get all my crap, and it's like inevitable. No, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. like her, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I was gonna <laughs> say. Like, there's there's some um, basic things like that. Like, um, like if you have a a temper or something, like, mm-hmm. you're more likely than not one of your parents has a temper. Yeah, because like, mm-hmm. growing up, we're like sponges, dude. Yeah, like oh well, yeah, we absorb <laughs> things that they don't even know that they're teaching us. And then it's funny too, cause sometimes they'll. Be like, oh, why are you like that? And I'm like, because I you. saw you do that. You taught me to do that, duh. Like, oh, it's so funny. Yeah. But, all right, we're going to conclude that podcast because we are at 35 minutes. Oh, nice. And nice. we said nice. we were going to do a 15-minute podcast. Well, I told you we do at least a half hour. All right. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Everyone really say bye. I hope you guys enjoyed this. <laughs> and we weren't just talking for no reason. Yeah, no, no, no. They're going to enjoy it. All right. See you later.